Hell is Nate the Great. On this Monday, October 8th, 2018, time is 7 o'clock sharp. You're listening to the Rilla Radio Show, putting independent music into listeners' ears. A Rilla countdown to Christmas continues today, 77 days until Christmas. First things first, we'll cover our featured artists every week and play the Rilla featured track of the week. Second, we'll go over our weather and sports and the Rilla local news. Next, we're going to go over our six topics of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, here's today's Rilla Topics of the Day. First, we have the Rilla Opinion of the Day. Next, we'll have the Rilla Member of the Day. Third, we have the Rilla Hilarious Story of the Day. Next after that, will be the Rilla Chump of the Day. And fifth, we have the Rilla Intriguing Story of the Day. And last but not least, the Rilla Scary Story of the Day. We want to thank all of us, the Rilla listeners today, for tuning in and all the artists that provided their tracks to the Rilla Radio. Come check out Rilla Radio's featured artists of the week as always on the Rilla Radio Show, submit your music to the all-new radio show my nights at 7 p.m. And I hear CL1 with the Rilla Featured Artist of the Week. Thanks, Nate. Today's Rilla Featured Artist of the Week is the Colonies from Washington, D.C. The Colonies were formed in the summer of 2015 when Pete Stevens met Joey Mamlin, the drummer at the Freshman Orientation at George Washington University. Working together, writing songs and finishing tracks, they played their first show at the basement of the Thurston Hall at their college dorm. The Colonies then played shows around D.C. at the venues like the Treehouse Lounge and the, the Tropica- Tropicalia. In the fall of 2016, they added Dylan Trepiano on guitar and Jordan Mullaney on bass. And the Colonies have headlined for Songbird, the Tropicalia, and the Velvet Lounge and have released two albums on the Spotify with influences from The Strokes and The Black Keys. They are planning to release a third album this fall, and it's The Colonies. Bringing you the rock and roll and keeping it real here on the Rilla Radio tonight. And here is the Rilla Radio feature track of the week. The Colonies, bound to be something good.
St. Louis Blues lost to the Blackhawks Saturday night in overtime by a final score of 5-4 and are 0-1-1 now in the season. They play the Flames on Thursday that starts at 7 p.m. And for your weather update, right now we're at 80 degrees with a low tonight of 69. And tomorrow we'll have partly cloudy skies for most of the day with a high near 85 and a low of 69. And that's your Rella Radio Sports and Weather Update. Let's go Blues! Yeah, buddy. Yeah. A guy that I network with... uh... On Facebook, and I definitely enjoy his music, Steve Ewing and The Urge. Got the song for the Blues Goal song, and hmm. I listened to that over the weekend. G- great stuff. Congratulations to Steve Ewing on his uh, big single there with the Blues. That's good good stuff. Glad they're still uh, making tracks, having fun, and keeping, keeping it going. Next up, real listeners, our newest edition of the show, your real local news story, is brought to you by DJ CO1 and Nate the Great. to cover our community here on the Rilla Radio with local entertainment and events. We have open submissions each week for your news stories to be featured on the Rilla Radio Show. Just email your event submissions to s at forforilla.com. This week's local area radio, Rilla Radio events. To get it started, Nate, get her started. All right, on Wednesday, October 10th, guys, you'll have dinner and a show at the Best Western Premiere at 35559 College Avenue in Olin. It's at 6 to 9 p.m. Thursday, October the 11th, 
the APD Walk Against Domestic Violence at the Alton Amphitheater at 1 Riverfront Drive. Alton, it's 5.30 p.m. it starts. The next day on Friday, the 12th, you guys have the Snip Alliance at the Bark Tobbers at the Buff City Grill. That's the Bark, I don't know why, that's the Bark Tobbers at the Bluff City Grill there. The Bark, yeah, it was hard to pronounce there with the cutoff Barktoberfest. I apologize, everybody. Ruck, the lock will be next at the National Great Rivers Museum to Lock and Dam Way, Alton, the 6 to 9 p.m. And then on the same day, come and improve, improvise. Improved by paper slip at the Theater at Jacoby Arts Center, 627 East Broadway, and all. That's at 8 to 10 p.m. Saturday, October the 13th, giving it all for the guts, 5K at the Alton Amphitheater. It's also the, there at the Riverfront Drive, Alton at 3 p.m. Last but not least, on Sunday the 14th, the Alton Historic House Tour at the Alton Regional CV, CVB, which is at 200 Pisol Street, and all. That starts at noon and ends at 5 p.m. And that, folks, is your real local news for the week of October 8th. 2018. Tune in next week for your real local news and entertainment by DJ CO1 and Nate the Great. Give us a call. Let us know about the, what you think about the real opinion today. Are there activities you used to love that they're so competitive? They're not fun anymore. Give us a call. We're going to take a quick break right here. I got a track by Frank Palangi. Rise. Let's rise to take on the two of Just face it, we change the score Rise up as our legacy 
so competitive they are not fun anymore um you know it's tough really myself if i have to go with go with it uh you know all these extra curriculars with the full-time job uh plus dj and radio gig uh but i do put aside the need for complete excellence on everything uh for example you know i fish sometimes you know and i don't have the expensive rod or or the big big old tackle box full of the goodies and you know i just go out and have fun with it you know, I bring a, I bring one pole and some bait, and I'm good, really. Uh, you know, if I lose my line or hook or something, then I'm done for the day. That's how I usually go with it. Yeah, me too. So there is some things I don't have to be like, you know, I don't have to be the number one fisherman every time I go out. But you know, so hobbies are hobbies. You know, if if that's the word for them anymore, because you know, a lot of them become way too serious, you know, and demanding too much of the occasions become, uh, you know, you become anxious about whether you're really the person you claim to be. And I just were, you know, I just enjoy the hobbies and, uh, you know, I really just always, just, I always say, I just keep it real. I have fun with it. You know, I know a lot of people, they just, they're so competitive, you know, they have to worry about everything, but you know, there's, there's a lot of things in life that I just like to enjoy and I don't have to make a big, big sport out of it or everything. Nate, are there activities that you used to love that are no longer fun because they're competitive well speaking of you know for myself any kind of hobby you know whether it was sports or you know when you're a kid you're collecting stuff yeah. oh, all yeah. the time i always enjoyed if it had a competitive nature to it i mean i grew up with a bunch of kids that we played stuff every day where you know like everyone was competitive i mean that's why I, that's how i grew up all my friends and oh, even yeah. people that I weren't friends yeah. with that we played with around the neighborhood everything was competitive so that's how i was raised and I'm always competitive with anything I do, you know. I mean, it's anything that I'm doing and it has competition that excited me for whatever I was doing, you know. So, I mean, I mean, there's some things, you know, and there's even friends that I'm more competitive with than the others, you know. Like, there's some <laughs> friends that I cannot absolutely stand losing to the other person that can beat me, and, you know. Yeah, because they always, they always want to make it competitive. I know, oh, I understand yeah. the friends that we grew up with there. They were, they were just, you know, we had a good time with them at the same time. Yeah. You know, you were going to, you're going to get even eventually. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this is some friends, you know, like they just get on your skin when they beat you, and it's like, ah, you, know, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah, they gotta rub it in. That's right. We're getting our second topic of the day. Now you're messing with the old. Now you're messing with the old. You are the team real member of the day. Real member of the day, yo. Congratulations, you're the team real member of the day. Sign up today to be the next team real member of the day with DJ CO1. This is DJ.
DJ Nathan Gray for Team Rella Member of the Day. Yeah, buddy. Sign up today at ForForRilla.com to be your next Team Rilla Member of the Day. Congratulations to Ryan Palando as he is a Team Rilla Member of the Day. Me and DJ CO1 want to say thanks for listening to the Rilla Radio Show as always. Sign up today, guys, to be the next Team Rilla Member of the Day at ForForRilla.com. And now CO1's going to cover the Rilla Hilarious Story of the Day after this message. <laughs> a call to us. Police in North Royalton, Ohio were apparently getting too many needless calls about coyote sightings. The solution is a tongue-in-cheek Facebook post asking people to refrain from reaching for the phone unless it's one specific coyote. The tongue-in-cheek part will be instantly recognizable to anyone who watched Looney Tunes cartoons featuring a certain Wiley the Coyote. The post cites certain behaviors. What do a warrant a call, including if you see coyotes carrying any product named marked Acme, coyotes dropping anvils from hot air balloons, coyote in possession of a giant magnet, coyote detonating TNT, coyote on roller skates with rockets attached, and once again, if you see any of these activities, please call the police. <laughs> that. Folks, is your real hilarious story of the day, and we're going to take a quick break here. When we when we turn, we're going to announce the fourth topic of the day. I got a quick track right here by F- Fight Like Sin in the Dark. Oh, are you even in this? The scars they form with distance. A prison. It's like I'm trapped inside my mind.
you're listening to the Railroad Radio Show, and you were just listening to Fight Like Sin in the Dark. And now we're here to talk about our fourth topic, the Rilla Chump of the Day. The Rilla Chump of the Day. couldn't keep the brick from hitting his face. Yeah, folks, a man in his mid-30s decided to rob a restaurant for some reason and wanted to go through the front window by throwing a brick at it. Well, needless to, needless to say, he didn't know that the window, for some reason, built was built with bulletproof, bulletproof material, and once he hit the window, it bounced back at him straight in the head and knocked him out. The manager caught the act on camera because he was wondering why there was a guy laying outside his restaurant, <laughs> passed out. You're right. The manager didn't know if he needed to call a cops or not because, after all, you know, he did get a good laugh out of it, you know. Right. And that, folks, is your real chump of the day. After this ad, we got the next topic of the day. Hey, real listeners, if you're out on the bike run or doing a poker run, you're on for a cold one, head up under the J-Post bar. Daily specials are Sunday, dollar fifty cans. And Monday, you got yourself a dollar fifty real drinks. Tuesday, $2 domestic beer. Wednesday is a $2 domestic beers. Thursday, $3 vodka bombs. And J-Boat. Yeah, but J-Boat. Intriguing story of the day. Potential moon discovery has astronomers electrified. Astronomers may have found the first moon outside our solar system. Two Columbia University researchers presented their tantalizing evidence Wednesday. Plenty of planets exist beyond our solar system, but a moon around one of those worlds has yet to be confirmed. The potential moon would be considerably larger than the Earth, about the size of Neptune or Uranus. The planet it orbits is as big as the mammoth Jupiter. This apparent supersized pairing of a gaseous moon and the planet is 8,000 light years away. Study authors Alex Tishi and David Kipping says that they may be able to validate the particular candidate as early as next year with more views from the Hubble Space Telescope. In the meantime, they are encouraging other scientists to join in. Their findings appear in the journal Science Advances. Another good, another good week, another great find. Keep it up. Great science, science work there. Love seeing these stories. Very intriguing. And that, folks, is the real intriguing story of the day. We're now going to sum up today's stories with the sixth and final story of the day. After this, messages. Yeah. 
stuff going up there in Minnesota. A rare polio-like illness strikes six Minnesota children. It's a rare condition known for its polio-like effects has been diagnosed in six Minnesota children since mid-September. The condition is called acute flaccid myelitis, or for short, AMF, and damages to the body nervous system. While uncommon, AFM is serious and can lead to paralysis or even death. The state usually sees just one case of the illness per year, which the you know the reports say that you know the hazards don't have any issues or alerts concerns there, but they've had plenty of plenty of calls in and cases here since mid September, so that means you know, there's trouble and there's no vaccine for this yet, so it is is concerning. Investigators are working aggressively with healthcare providers to gather information about the cases, the Minnesota Department of Public Health said in a statement. The department is also in contact with the Centers for the Disease and Control Prevention, the CDC, to share the information. So uh, we ought to look out for that. And if you start feeling ill and have any of those kinds of symptoms, go see the doctor because that's scary stuff. You don't want to die from a simple, simple virus. Yeah. And that, folks, is a real scary story of the day. We want to thank everyone for listening today. Tune in next Monday, October 15th, 2018, for the next Real Radio Show. Until then, have a really great week.